Ahoy, this is Rusty. And this is AJ. From the band Rusty Ship. And you're listening to The Process with Michael Outlaw from Outlaw Drums. Yes, yes. I had the privilege to sit down with AJ and Russ last week, and we had an amazing conversation about their new album, Dark Side of the Ocean. Uh, Rusty Ship Bands is really doing some amazing stuff. They got a lot of cool stuff. Bottom of the Barrel is the song that you're listening to now. Oh my gosh, really, really good stuff. Just want to welcome everybody to another exciting episode of the Outlaw Process podcast. I got a really special guest on the show, two special guests on the show today. It's going to be a really compact show. Super excited. Um, talking with the band Rusty Ship. I mean, I know if you follow Outlaw Drums, you've seen um, AJ's drum kit on the uh, playing the drums. He's on our show today, and we're going to talk about a lot of cool things on the show and um, what's going on with these guys. Like, super exciting 2023. Uh, hey guys, how's it going? Great, Mike. How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. Just hanging in there and uh, just kind of doing a thing. Well, I really appreciate you having us on uh, the podcast. And, uh, you know, Rusty and I have been very excited to catch up with you. I know you and I have had a handful of conversations, obviously, since our last podcast. <laughs> uh, but uh, I've, I've always been, you know, a fan of everything you do. Uh, I always appreciate everything you've done for me as a drummer, you know, built me my first and only custom kit. I love my kit. And, oh, uh, you know, we could talk about drum stuff for days. I yes. we're, we're a different breed, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to have my, my brother in Christ, Russell Thomas ship here with me, everybody. Oh, Happy yes. 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 Hey, Rusty, what's going on, man? Not much, man. It's just been smooth sailing on this rusty ship. <laughs> smooth sailing for days. <laughs> I love it, man. Oh, my. I love it. I love it. Man, y'all have been super busy in 2022. Oh, my gosh. You got to tell me about some of these accomplishments that y'all already had already. Oh, my gosh. Number one album. I mean, on multiple things. On multiple. Um what t- uh, ho- holy metal underground oh my gosh okay you guys have to tell me about what's going on here man there's a lot it's yeah 2022 was a very busy year starting in january of 22 because uh we had recorded this new album dark side of the ocean uh actually we recorded it in february of 21 and uh when we started re- releasing singles we released Bottom of the Barrel was our first single off the record in January of 22. And then after that, Rusty had a great idea of let's put out a single every single month to lead up to the release of the record. And we finally released the record uh, as a whole recently at the end of October. uh, I think it was October 28th, 22. And uh, two resounding positive reviews. We've had several accolades. Bottom of the Barrel itself actually hit number six on the national christian rock charts number six weekly it went all the way up to number six and (sighs) it stayed on the charts in that top 25 if i remember correctly for 26 out of 29 weeks 
it was in that top 25. So it was the biggest single we have ever had. And uh, we followed that up with uh, the next single was uh, a song called What's Crackin'. And that song broke through the top 10 as well and reached a peak of number nine. And that song is still to this day in the top 25. Last week it actually jumped back up. It was in number 11. Yeah. So it's it's got a lot of sea legs, yes. as we say. <laughs> oh my God, but, uh, man. But a lot of people really resounded with, with this album. Um, like like I said, you know, we had we've already started to hear some accolades uh, coming in because you know 2022 is over with now. So we made a lot of people's top you know lists uh, for best song of the year, or best album of the year, and uh, one of the ones we were the most proud of was um, the Antidote, which is uh, a radio show that that's actually uh, syndicated through the the Effect. Uh, radio network and that's actually not just national that that's probably the the biggest christian rock radio network in the world oh because yeah they're they're across all 50 states they have satellite uh locations in all 50 states but also they're located in the uk and other areas as well so um uh dave hawkins on the antidote radio show he picked our album, Dark Side of the Ocean, as his number one album of 22. Bro, so that, con- that's amazing, man. Congratulations on that, guys. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is huge, bro. That's, that was that was mega for us. It really blew our minds. <laughs> and then on top of that, um, we had, in the past, we have been um, two-time uh, award winners of various awards with JesusFreakHideout.com. And they, they just did what they call as their end-of-the-year staff pick averages. It's where all their staff uh, get together. They talk about what their favorite picks of the year are. And then they average the totals up for a top 10 list of 22, right? And uh, Dark Side of the Ocean came in at number five. So right in the middle of that list for uh, album of the year. So we were really, really pleased about that. And we've had, we've had some more uh, accolades uh, pop up as well. And uh, we, we hope and pray that, that, you know, more people will find joy out of this in 2023. I'm excited too, man. I want to talk about this, this song, man, Dark Side of the Ocean. Now tell me about this, man. What does that, what does that mean? What's this song about? The, the album? Yeah. Yeah, the, the intro and everything. Yeah, the yeah. intro is called Dark Side of the Ocean. That's kind of leading off the album. Um, but it, it, it's... It's a concept album. But the entire thing, much like Liquid Exorcist was, uh, Russ, I'll let you elaborate on that since you're the primary songwriter there. Um, yeah, the album, it's, I mean, we are a nautical rock band, mm-hmm. and um, that can be as serious or silly as you want to make it. <laughs> and uh, I think this album goes in both directions. But, uh, you know, everybody's heard of Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Well, we're a nautical rock band, so we did Dark Side of the Ocean. <laughs> and uh, it's literally talking about the dark sides of the ocean where mankind has never been to before. And scientists estimate that 80% of the ocean has never been mapped or explored before. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, wow, what could be down there at the bottom of our planet yeah. that mankind has never been to? And scientists estimate that 90% of ocean species have never even been discovered that's insane so man it's, it's just like it gets my imagination just rolling yeah and so that's kind of what this album's about and we just 
went in that direction and we're like, well, what could be down there? Maybe there's, uh, you know, the Kraken, maybe the little Leviathan, these famous legendary sea monsters. And it's like, well, maybe there's, you know, sea ghosts down there. <laughs> maybe there's sea angels down there that, that collect the sea ghosts and then they take them to their underwater angelic kingdom that's ruled over by the archangel of the ocean, the one that men call Poseidon or Neptune. Oh my gosh. And uh, so it's a concept album and it tells a story and that's kind of what the storyline is, is these underwater angels that collect souls and take them to their underwater purgatory in this angelic kingdom where they just they keep their souls waiting for uh, judgment day. I love it, man. I love it. I love it. Man, and I, and I, and I, what, I what I love about y'all too, man, y'all got a huge fan base, man. People love y'all, man. They are, yeah. um, I definitely see people just, y'all's, y'all's gear, y'all's shirts and stuff. Oh my gosh, man. People mm-hmm. are really loving this stuff. Um, Cause y'all do a lot of live, y'all do a lot of live Facebook live stuff as well too, right? Yeah, Rusty, Rusty does a uh, Wacky Wednesday performance literally every Wednesday. You've been doing it for yeah, how many years? Yeah, it's been like five years, five years, six years. I don't know. Without a break. Yeah, every week. It's so it's I, it's just called Rusty Randomly Rambles, which is kind of nice because the bar is pretty low about what people can expect. <laughs> If at any point I'm randomly rambling about something, then it just lives up to its name. <laughs> yeah. I love the ramble too, man. We got that much. We got that. We got that in common. When you talk, okay. we'll be just. I'm telling you, I'll ramble with the quickness. Oh my gosh. But people like it. It's kind of like it's. It's really low key, laid back. I, I haven't. I didn't spend hours planning and rehearsing for each Wednesday live stream. It's kind of just pick up a guitar and see what comes out and yep. talk about what's on my mind. I think people like the casual nature about it. Yeah. And it's like a, a chance for them to just tune in and ask me questions and get to know me better and the songs. I see. So I mean, you something. How do you come up with your songs? How do you do you get like inspired and just pick up the guitar and start playing? Or do y'all yeah. like get together with a band and be like, AJ, throw me a drum riff down? What do, y- what do y'all do? It's been all different ways. I mean, um, you know, sometimes I'll be inspired by a. a a philosophical concept. Well, and, and that's true. In most songs, I I um, am inspired by um, usually a, a really catchy guitar riff that I just come up with over the years, just from randomly picking up a guitar or a band practice or whatever. And then I'll come up with um, I just I have a an arsenal of um, chord progressions, interesting chord progressions and melodies. And so I, I like I keep track of all this stuff, and I just have it in in my uh, arsenal of unused music. And then simultaneously, I'm I'm a very uh, deep philosophical person, so I'm constantly writing down um, ideas that I have, uh, philosophical ideas about the world and existence and the meaning of life. And so I'm kind of simultaneously writing all these ideas down, and then I'm writing this music down. And then I go through and I, I figure out like, well, what is the what is the best music that this upcoming album needs? And then I'm, I kind of craft together a song. And then I say, okay, well, what of these philosophical ideas am I most passionate about? And then which of these 
songs do I feel like fits best yeah. with these philosophical ideas. That's typically how it works. And then I'll, um, I'm a very introverted person. So I just really, I, I kind of work best when I can go into kind of like a, in the zone and kind of like a trance-like state and just let my mind wander. And then I'll take, take a demo and ideas and bring it to the band and like I, I took uh, the song I was working on, Bottom of the Barrel. I showed that to AJ, and we we just kind of jammed on it in band practice. And from from us jamming, um, the the main intro riff kind of came out of of us jamming. Mm-hmm. So it's like I had a, a chord progression and a, a vocal melody, but I didn't have that riff yet until we were just jamming on that chord progression and the melody, and then it. AJ was playing a funky groove or whatever at some point, and I played the the melody of the song to his groove, and it like that riff came out. So it's kind of all always songs are made. I see. And how hard how hard is it to like when you're making a song like that to be able to just you know sometimes you want to change stuff like change stuff around and move stuff around, and but at, at the same time you know the original way how you kind of wrote it originally kind of stands true as well, so having to go back and make adjustments because I just know that too because here lately you know I've been really um, playing around with writing songs and making music and producing music and stuff like that and I just I really here recently kind of came to realize how difficult it was to. To really write a full song, you know, and and just kind of have something where it's not, you know, silly, but at the same time it's genuine. But I don't know. It's it's writing music, man, is definitely no uh, piece of cake. I tell you, it, it is definitely difficult for sure. It's difficult um, unless you've you've been doing it for a really really long time, and then it's just like you know anything else that somebody can do really well. it's probably like like you building drums or something yeah um if you yeah. do it long enough like i'm sure that me it, trying to build drums i'd yeah. be going crazy <laughs> it's second <laughs> um, nature you, you know for for you i'm sure that it's a lot easier and you enjoy the process and everything it just comes more naturally to you, you know, yeah man same thing with songwriting for me i've just been doing it for like almost 20 years so yeah i just i write songs subconsciously now like i'm not even thinking about it. i'm eating breakfast and songs are just kind of mm. writing themselves in my head and in the shower when i'm driving in the car I'm, most of the time i'm not sitting down and like being like okay i need to write this song yeah. it just kind of comes to me as i'm going about life yeah yeah same yeah. same the same here same here it just kind of just all of a sudden you're writing stuff down and it's like boom um so and what can kind of like michael in that same vein um you as a drummer and I as a drummer, we can probably sympathize with the thought that you may be just walking around and a beat comes into your head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just hearing a drum beat in your head and you're, hey, I'm trying to always figure out, oh, what song is that? Because it just entered my head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or whatnot. But actually what was pretty interesting this go around with uh, working with Rusty on this new record was I had one of those epiphany moments on one of the songs uh, off this record, a song called Tananime, which is probably the most artistic, or I don't know if you'd call it artistic, but just, it's how, it's weird. It's a weird it's experimental. Yeah, it's like, that's the word I was like. It's a very experimental, different sound for us. 
and no joke, Russ and I for weeks kept talking about what drum beats to do on this. We wanted overlaying drum beats on things and just something funky and weird. And I just kept feeling like I was beating my head against the wall because I was like, yeah, what we got's good, but it's not what, it, it's not singing to me. It's not what I know is perfect for the song yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I remember like praying about it, thinking about it one night after practice. And I woke up the next morning and as I'm walking out from in my living room, this funky beat literally just from the ether fell into my head. I call it a gift from God, but it just fell into my head. And I and immediately I was just starting to think, I'm like, oh, that's it. That funky beat will work absolutely perfectly with what Russ has written with the melody. Mm-hmm. And then the next rehearsal, we went in there and I'm like, hey, can I try something? And, and I just threw that beat in there and it became the exact beat that we used for recording that song. Um, so it, it's fun in that respect um but it's That's only the, because i've been working with russ now for over six years now those juices are starting to flow mm-hmm. without me thinking about it they're just kind of coming to me because we've been writing together for those years uh and i've, and I've been working with these songs that's what's so That's cool about it way. that's the best way to write songs is just when it just comes to you naturally and you're not trying to do it yeah. that's the best songs that i've written is just like that they just come to me while i'm going about life mm-hmm yeah and yeah i feel like that's the best way to do it right there um so how do people like how do people support you guys do you have you have like a patreon and stuff like that that is one way um when covid hit like um we we launched we've been talking about ironically before covid but we thought okay well we can't go out and play live shows so what's a good way we can keep connected with our fans and uh, we created what's called, we call it the ghost ship. Uh, so it's a Patreon group that is a subscription based monthly thing where, um, it gives us the opportunity to get on that, uh, on the ghost ship and do zoom calls. We, we do, uh, you know, acoustic performances with them and for them. And we, we've done some goofy stuff. We've done like karaoke nights where we'll sing whatever they want us to sing. We'll ask them like, Hey, you put requests in, we're going to sing it. <laughs> I, I can't sing all that great, but I can do a, a mean Mickey Mouse voice. <laughs> so I love to hear that. Awesome. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Because they're being supportive. And honestly, too, like, during COVID, we all needed, like, some uplifting. So that was the perfect opportunity to stay connected with people and try to uplift them and ourselves uh, in any way we could. Um, so yeah, that the sh- the ghost ship is one method of income, but uh, we we were really blessed where we could get out last year in 22 and start hitting the road again and playing a lot of live shows. Mm-hmm. Selling selling the merch at the shows helps. Right. Um, and, and really, we just we have this steady flow of people who support us who just discover us, and they'll come on to our merch site uh, at rustyship.com, and they will just buy stuff randomly they'll just buy a t-shirt here or the new record uh since the new record dropped we've been selling physical copies of that like hotcakes mm. yep. awesome man awesome because i know y'all, y'all guys been doing it for a long time man y'all have and that's people don't realize but you know this helps so much you know to be able to stay creative because if you got to get out there and you got to get a 12-hour shift job or whatever man you know how hard that is to try to get 
like in that zone to be able to create music or perform music. I can I mean, sure. it's it's tough, and it, it's it's like that with with me too. It is. It's a lot. It's a lot goes into it, man. It's right. Yeah, it's, it's your passion. Yeah. yeah. So, what do y'all do to stay like motivated and stay inspired? Like, what do y'all do to um? Because I'm gonna tell you, there's a lot of bands that are listening to this podcast that you know they're they're you know a lot of them are just jam guys you know they get up and they just play music and they may have a name but they don't have any songs or anything like that you know but it takes a it takes a while to be able to get actually start making a song to where it's like okay you can play this song on the radio right oh yeah yeah it's it's really interesting it's i'm inspired by all different things i mean first of all i just love music and I think that whatever a person loves the most in life is what they are going to do the best. So mm. I love music. I absolutely love music, and I have my whole life. So it makes sense that I'm going to make music. And I've, I've always been a creative person. but So I love music, and, you know, I'm a creative person. I like to create. If I was really inspired by movies... In the same level I was inspired by music, then I'd probably be making movies right now. <laughs> but I love music more than I love movies. Yeah. So I'm making I'm making music. So I get really inspired by you know listening to just my favorites, my favorites, my favorite bands. And um, I'm like, man, I want to do that. I want uh, I want to make people feel the way I feel when I listen to the Beatles or mm. something like that. And um, I want people to feel good like that. And also, I really want to inspire people lyrically. And I just feel a lot of conviction. The world needs so much help. Yeah, and I think that all of us, every single one of us, has a, a duty and an obligation and also a, a joy to help the world and to use our gifts to do something extremely fulfilling and making the world a better place, everybody in their own unique way. And um, for me, I feel like of all the things I can look at in my life, I, I think that songwriting is probably the thing that I'm best at more than anything else. And so if that's the case, then I, I feel a, um, a sense of calling and duty and mm. responsibility to use that gift in a way that's going to make the world a better place yeah man so it's kind of i'm inspired by the music itself i love music but then i'm also inspired by more of the spiritual side of it and the conviction like well i can't just love music i gotta do something with it not just make music but i gotta make music that's literally gonna make the world a better place mm -hmm. somehow man that's amazing man that's amazing just changing <laughs> lives changing lives one quarter at a time it absolutely is. I think about it every day. So <laughs> I've been I've been just mauling this thing over my head for like 20 years every day, over and over and over. So I just get more and more reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing and why this is exactly where I need to be doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. So it was kind of like a light switch that went off. And it was like, you know, this is what... Because a lot of people, you know, are inspiring musicians, you know, musicians that are wanting to kind of... But they don't even know this is the path that they need to go down. But like you said, sometimes you, some of these things you just know, you don't have to really ask yourself that you just kind of know it, right? Sometimes, but you know what, even me, I mean, I've, I've been writing songs for a long time and I've had tons of uh, 
accolades and success from my songwriting, which is just the greatest delight in my life. But believe it or not, man, I really wrestled with songwriting. Like, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing with my life? Hmm. Like, even me, who's had success and accolades and stuff, I still wrestle with it. Like, ah, but is there something I could be doing that's going to make more of an impact in the world? Like, there's people starving to death and people that don't have clean water to drink in countries. It's like, really? Is this the best use of my life? Like, <laughs> making nautical rock music? <laughs> but, but you know what? So I, had, I, I, went through, I went through the gauntlet of just, like, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing with my life. This just seems like kind of, like, I could be doing something that's going to help people more. But, man, I wrestled with it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for years. And then I was like, you know what? I'm coming to the place where I feel like the thing that I love the most in life that inspires me the most is the thing that I should be doing because there's something life-giving to me about making music. And to be quite honest, like, serving soup in a soup kitchen is like, I'm probably going to get burned out pretty quick doing that because it's something that's not, like, really really exciting just based on my personality yeah and I've, I've been man i've been playing drums since i was seven years old so i've been doing this for 32 years so like joking but not joking like i don't have many memories in my life where drumming was not part of it you yeah. know what i mean so and what but to answer your question like what kept me going with that is some sort of internal drive that when i playing drums even if as a little kid if i just had a snare drum or i was making noise that i thought was musical there was just something innately inside me saying this brings me happiness this brings me joy and and leaves me fulfilled um and every time still at you know i'm 39 now every time i get behind the kit and i get to play live or just play in a practice setting with a group of people like Russ, um, that joy comes back instantly. So it's my stress outlet. It's my happy place. Um, you know, even, even when we're recording, recording an album can be a very stressful experience. It can be a very high stress thing because you want it to be perfect. You want to do the very best job you can. However, when you get done, like when we were done with this record, uh, dark side ocean, I recorded all the drum tracks in three days in a row, and I didn't have anything left in me physically, emotionally. Or I was fried. Oh, wow. Because it, because it's like three days in a row of like eight hours worth of recording. And then I got done, and I was like, man, I have nothing left to give. But I listened to that album over and over again, like I have for the you know past almost two years since we recorded it. And I'm just filled with so much pride and joy. Like, I'm like, I, I was a part of that. I was a part of something very special yeah. because of Rusty trusting me. Yeah, and, and that's amazing, too, because you actually record all y'all's drink. A lot, lot of, lot of, like I said, a lot of people don't even record their own drums being played like that. They'll have another drummer come in, like a session drummer, but you actually yeah. go in and record all the songs to your album that y'all wrote. That's keeping it all very authentic. Yeah, yeah, we... You know, I wrote, I would say I wrote 90, 95% of the drum licks for this album. Mm. Rusty is good because I will try things and then bounce them off of him and he'll be like, why don't we do this? What? Because this, 
this kick pattern may be better because it'll match what I have in mind for the baseline or this or the other. And then I always say, well, before we go record the record, let's get it about 90% there because you may have ideas of changing things. Our producer may have ideas of changing things. And, and it always, that's just part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So a lot of that is me trying to be as flexible as I can for those changes that I know will come now. Um, and me learning on the fly, whatever it is Rusty may need or our producer may need me to do in, in that moment. Um, so I I try to put a, a little bit of myself in everything that I'm doing drumming-wise, but I like to leave that flexibility for change on the fly. Yeah. But uh, but it, it, it still drives me to this day. Like, I, I can't not envision my life um, not drum, you know, with, without drums being in it. Yeah. Because it's it's not what I do. It, it, being a drummer is just who I am at this point. It, it's it's just in my DNA. Oh yeah, because I seen that with you a long time ago, AJ. That's you know a lot of people don't a lot of people know this, but like don't know this. But you know AJ has been a, a huge part of Outlaw Drums for a long time, helping me with a lot of different things with the business, with endorsements, with a lot of the stuff. Just because of the heart, passion, the drive for drums and. You know, and it's just, it always kind of inspired me from the beginning. So I just want to say publicly, you know, thank you for all you do for us as a company. Because oh, you're, you're sweet. You're huge, man. You're such a good, you're such a good guy, Mike. Like, it, being your friend is so easy. <laughs> you're just such a, you're such a sweet, kind-hearted soul. And I, I know how much passion you have behind the drum building process. And, uh... You know, I'll never forget, you trusted me, so to speak, with um, very old wood to build my kit. I know you get attached to these these planks of wood. Oh, yeah, I do. have a story <laughs> to tell, and uh, I'm, I'm very proud to be a part of that Outlaw Drum story. I, I Every time I go somewhere and I play live, I start setting up my kit, other drummers come up to me, other people, musicians come up to me, and they're like, that is a beautiful kit. I want to know the story behind it, and I love telling the story about how it, it's, you know, it was drug out of the Okefenokee Swamp yep. over 80 years ago. It's been passed down your family line. This is antique wood, practically, that you have rebuilt, repurposed, and given it a second lease on life, and it sounds fantastic. <laughs> I used, I used the, the drums to record this new record with it. And a little part of me is like, well, maybe part of the reason it's so successful of an album is because I have these amazing drums on it, too. And they sound awesome. <laughs> but, uh, so, I, like I said, I'm a gearhead when it comes to the drum stuff. And I'm very happy with uh, with everything that you've built for me. And they sound fantastic. And I could not be happier to be in this journey, uh, uh, you know, drumming-wise with you as well. Uh, Oh, brother, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much, AJ. I appreciate you so much, man. And Rusty, Rusty, yeah, I appreciate you too, man. Y'all are amazing. It's amazing, man. I'm going to tell you, I can't wait to talk about this here, about y'all coming down and us doing a really cool um, setup. Like, we'll have you stay at one of the Airbnb state places, jam, play some songs, hang out, do some live stream stuff, man. Oh my gosh, what do y'all think about this? That would be awesome. That would be fantastic. Uh, I know you and I have talked offline privately about it, but um, Rusty and, and I have had some discussions. We would absolutely love to come down 
to outlaw drums and film and record and run audio and record everything through your mixing board and, and just do a rusty ship live from outlaw drums performance oh yes uh, that would that that's on the bucket list of things that we want to do hopefully this year that that's the goal man i'm super excited about that now listen so this year coming i know we just so what are some things we can expect for 2023 what kind of stuff y'all got kind of brewing um going on that you know we may want to know about oh first things first we're trying to hit it hard with getting out there and playing as many shows as we can this year and uh really excited about that really excited to just meet a lot of our fans that we still have never met before mm. so that's probably the top priority and then also man we're, we're excited about getting back into the studio hopefully sometime this year um maybe recording a single um maybe even recording an album this year um we're, we're pumped up about it and uh we've already got plenty of songs i'm almost done for uh a new album already. oh man i was i was t- Maybe hopefully maybe we can write a song when y'all come down, man. That would be so cool. We could. About, uh, Wouldn't that be swamp cool? Yeah, <laughs> swamp thing. Yeah, swamp thing in uh, dedication to my drum set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be that would be so amazing, so amazing. Uh, I, I I can't wait I can't wait to to hear from y'all, man, on, on some of these adventures y'all got going on for sure. Um, so, so what I, I was gonna ask y'all so. A lot of times, you know, especially musicians, you know, that are in bands and stuff like that, drummers, singers, guitar players and stuff like that. Um, what do you think about, you know, how to stay motivated and inspired? Like, for instance, um, a lot of times people hit like a wall, you know, but what do y'all do to, to stay really kind of, and y'all get up like once a week and play music together? Or do y'all just kind of get out and play when y'all practice with y'all at the shows or how do y'all, how does that work? Yeah, we 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 get together weekly. We practice weekly because we're trying to. Uh, we want to give the best shows that we can. Like the full like band gets together. Yep, yep. Every week we get together and we do uh, live rehearsals. Like we're getting ready to go out on the road because we we, pre- we are preparing for the 2023 year to take these new songs out live on the road. So that that's a big thing about keeping us motivated, keeping us inspired in what we want to move forward with, um, and through that. You know, Rusty's constantly writing music, uh, so uh, things pop up with that as well. But we're always trying to get creative with things. You know, or, you know whether we have a music video around the corner to shoot, or if we have uh, you know interviews like this with awesome people like you coming up down the pipeline. You know what I mean? It seems like we have a lot of busy work. Uh, sometimes we feel like probably too much busy work for us to keep up. <laughs> Um, but that, you know, there's a, there's a, like, it's a multifaceted machine that, that we've built here, uh, especially Russ and myself, you know, that he and I have been working together for over six years. Um, it's just constantly moving. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm really excited to see what's, what's to come for you guys. I'm going to tell you, cause I can just, I can feel the vibe over the phone, man. I mean, I can just feel, I can yeah. definitely feel the connection over the, even over the phone, man. Um, Yes, y'all some y'all some y'all some straight up folks, man. Thanks, Michael. You are too. <laughs> yes, man. But yeah, listen, I, I just want to appreciate y'all so much, man, for being on this show with us, man, today. And uh, 
you know, is there anything else you want to add to the show? Anything else you want to say or any kind of shout outs or anything like that, man? Feel feel free. Yeah, um, if, if anybody's interested where they can find all of our music, uh, we're on all the, the social media sites. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those fun things. But um, uh, we're on SoundCloud. We're on all of the streaming services out there, Apple Music, Amazon, etc. YouTube, you can go to YouTube and find the Rusty Ship YouTube channel and check out all of our music videos for everything yeah, we've we, been releasing. we got some great music videos. They're definitely worth checking out. Yep. And then uh, if you just want to keep up with uh, the merchandise we're selling, is uh, you can go to our website, RustyShipWith2Ps.com, RustyShip.com, and uh, you can purchase the new album, the physical copy of the album, if you like there, as well as any of our previous records. Uh, all the merch that we sell through there as well helps helps keep us funded, keeps us going on down the road. Yes, and yes. some really cool shirts and bunch of cool designs we got a shirt that says what's cracking on it yeah i'm looking at it right now yeah yeah it's, it's in our studio here. we got a, a copy of it hanging on the wall oh it's cracking but, um, yep but uh hey i love that crack man i'm gonna tell you and then we'll get it better than, even a snare crack man boom mm-hmm. <laughs> snare crack. Dude, yeah. I'm saying when somebody said that snare cracks, yeah, you know that's good. that's a good sound drone. That's right. Uh, but yeah, follow along, uh, especially on Facebook. We, we know for all of our shows that we're going to do for 23, we always add those events on Facebook. Uh, so just follow the Rusty Ship Band uh, Facebook page, and you guys will know when we're coming in town. Mm. And then uh, obviously, you know, we'll get with you offline about scheduling a time when we can come down to Outlaw Drums and perform live. Down there, I think we're probably gonna get in our car actually right after this interview and just come down, <laughs> dude. I am so ready for I am ready. I am ready. He would be good with that, yeah. That's right. <laughs> well, we'd have to check, we'd have to check your uh, you know, the, beam, the Airbnbs. Yeah, I gotta check the listing, I gotta see where we're at with the listing. Um, I yeah. do know that, yeah, we got somebody staying right now for um, the next two weeks, I know for sure. But Gosh, I, I know you've been busy. Dude, that's why I said that. I got like. You've been so busy with Airbnb. Dude, the bit, it's been a lot. It. it has been a lot. It has been a lot. I got three of them. I got three properties now that I'm doing. That's fantastic. Yeah. I started out with one. I got two. Now I got three. And I'm doing the drums, too. And I'm playing around with some guitar. I've been building some guitars as well. I got, I'm building uh, my fourth or fifth uh, guitar. And I'm just kind of working on it, working out kinks and stuff like that. And, man, we're, I'm having a good time with those, too. Um, I just, I love building it. I love building instruments, man. I love playing them. I love making them. I love all, everything about it. I love everything about it. It's a, definitely, it's a gift that, um, that God has given me. And I'm so grateful to, um, uh, be able to, to do this, what I'm doing. I am, I am grateful. Absolutely. That's great. Well, I've, like I've said to you many times before, you are a true artist because that's, that's your art, your, your, your ability to build these one-of-a-kind instruments, Mike, that are true works of art. They're beautiful-looking, and they're beautiful-sounding. And that's that's a true gift that I believe God gave you. Um, so we thank you for sharing your art and your skills with us and with the world. Man, I thank y'all, man, for being able to play them cool songs, man, that y'all do. I'm telling you, I love it. I love it. Thanks, man. Thanks. I love it. Well, thank y'all so much for being on the show, man. And God bless y'all, man. And I tell you, I love y'all so much. 
Yes, man. All right. Peace. I just want to say thank you guys so much, and I hope everybody is having a fantastic uh, 2023. Hope it's meeting all your expectations. I just want to say thank you to our Patreons, all the people that have supported us over there. Um, we got some really cool things. Stay on the lookout for a whole batch of uh, the Welch tuning system snare drums. We're doing a whole batch of 13-inch snares. It's going to be really something different, something kind of unique. Um, also, you know, I want to do a special shout-out for all the drummers out there that are grinding, that are putting their hands to the plow and then that they are really working on pursuing their goals pursuing their dreams because i'm gonna tell you something to be a full-time drummer it takes a lot of work a lot of discipline a lot of hardship and you're working with a bunch of musicians too that are sometimes could be hard difficult to deal with and it's, it's rare sometimes to find bands and people that you can get along with and musically speaking that just works and when that does happen you can create creating the sauce and the environment for some amazing music to be created so my hats off to all the drummers out there that are that are persevering that are pushing forward that are living the dream that are doing it god bless you hope everything works out perfect in 2023 um, until next time see ya <laughs>